Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, I'm Josh Smith and welcome to Rain. This podcast is all about empowerment and open conversations with incredible guests. So let's get straight into it. I'm about to give you an early Christmas present as we are joined by the triple threat queen, Hannah Waddingham. 2023 has seen Hannah presenting the Olivier Awards, Eurovision, becoming a national treasure overnight in the process, and reprising her Emmy award-winning role as the football boss Rebecca Wilton in the final season of Ted Lasso. And now she has her very own all-singing, all-dancing Camp as Christmas extravaganza on Apple TV+. Hannah Waddingham, home for Christmas. It is the season of giving and she is giving us range, babes, on this show, let me tell you. Today, Hannah chats to me about making her dreams happen later in life and talks about her inspiring journey from treading the boards across the West End and Broadway before her big Hollywood break. I love Hannah's words on choosing to be single, positivity, and never letting anyone dim her light again. So I hope this chat inspires you to shine brightly all year round, babes. Babes. Hi, darling. How are you? Mangled. Next question. <laughs> but Christmas mangled. Christmas mangled. I feel like you can put the word Christmas in front of anything and it makes it softer. Yeah. Yeah, just gently Christmas. Christmas jet lagged. <laughs> <laughs> but powering through. Powering through Brave. and loving it. And if I told my younger self that things would get so mental, I would just be like, oh, yeah. So, so you've got yeah. to brace it, live in the moment. Yeah, you've got to. Mm. Well, I yeah. mean, ding dong, merrily on high. You've got your own Christmas special. It's the season of giving and receiving, and you are giving this season. Thanks. You are giving us high notes, the sequins, the comedy, the cameos, a heavy seasoning of Christmas camp, which is what we love. How much of a pinch me moment was this for you? It was incredible because I hadn't even entertained the idea of doing a Christmas special. But my fabulous uh, manager, Nick Tedisco, said, um, you've done the Buble Christmas special. You've done the Christmas special of Ted Lasso. Why don't you front your own thing? And I was like, ha, what? <laughs> Me? And uh, Yeah. No, but I was because even though, you know, live theatre is my world, mm. very much so, um, I hadn't thought that anybody would want to see that. And uh, so I'm really, really thrilled that, that he put it out there. And then we thought, well, the obvious home for it is Apple TV 
because they get me and they are they don't muck about Apple mm. TV. They're just like when they go in, they go in. And they went in. Uh, yeah, with this. and I'm like that as well. So we were very good bedfellows. Nobody is doing the thing of being on a live stage in a theatre mm. with the wealth of experience that I have from musical theatre. So I made sure, and they lent into it as well, I didn't want one note to be... Everything had to be completely live, on, not touched afterwards. I just wanted to get the best of the best and create this beautiful hour where people can literally just go... All the noise that's outside in the world, they can just mm. go, do you know what? Stop. Mm. You know? And it feels a really safe space yeah. when you're watching it. And that's what's so special about it. And yeah. I mean, it is called Hannah Waddingham Home for Christmas. And it feels like a homecoming for you in so many yeah. different ways. It is. What does home mean to you? And is it a place or is it a person or a group of people? It's, it's, it's people. I even say that at the beginning of the special, I say that Christmas is you lot mm. to me. The people that I chose to be there, you know, the fact that... I didn't say it during the special, but my mum, bless her, is heavily inflicted with Parkinson's disease. But the reason why we were in that theatre is because from the age of eight, I was in that theatre with her as a little girl, like a sponge, soaking up all these glorious voices in the orchestra, running around talking to the loo attendants and the canteen staff and the, and the crew. And that's where I learned my craft. And so Apple was so great in get holding out for that theatre. And I kept saying, yes, I know there's the magnificent places in the world, but it has to be in this place. So to have everyone that I love most in the world, from the famouses, as I call them, mm. to my friends that are nothing to do with this industry. One of my best friends is the manager of a cafe that I go to for my quiet time. To have all that spectrum of people there from different worlds in that room was just incredible. And then to have my little girl in the box that I sat in from the age of eight, just watching her mummy where I watched mine and then my mum sitting there. It was just insane. You couldn't have made it up. Mm. It was so emotional, yeah. those parts of it. And I wasn't yeah. expecting to go on such an emotional journey when I watched it. I was like, this is going to be camp. It's going to be great. It's going to no. be what I want. And it was very emotional. Like when you spoke to your daughter and you were talking about your mum. Yep. How important was it for you to sit there and do it and do it for them and for them to see you out there doing the most, being you? Well, it's the, the centrepiece. If you look at the timeline of the actual special, I very much wanted Oh Holy Night with the English National Opera Chorus, many of whom were there in my mum's time. I wanted that to be the centre minutes of the show, mm. the heart of the show. So we're about 20 minutes in when I say to the audience... Like you said, there's all the high campery here and there. But the heart of the reason why we're in this building and why I want to share this building with you is because this is where I learnt what I wanted to do in life. And the fact that the audience go with me so much on that journey, you can feel it in the room. And then straight after that, we have Sam Ryder come on, who is the perfect tonic to lift the roof off. So it was just... Finding that emotional arc mm. was very important to me. And that's why I say it's a different kind of show as well. It's it's well, like my, my old school life of theatre and eight shows a week and handpicking all those dancers, all the band are the very best of the West End. They really are. And they're real grafters. To go back to that world that I was so much of a part of, but on a TV platform, mm. those two worlds coming together... I honestly, I, I pinch myself now. When I watch it, I just think, I can't believe this has finally been realised. Mm. 
And it's so important to do that for yourself and for your family and to be out there and showing everyone you can be a single mum, you can get up on that stage and you can do it. But you know what's equally important to me? You say about the the high camper of it. Yes, there is the high camp of it. But I also wanted like the London Gay Men's Chorus Mm. there. I'm a patron of theirs. I wanted to show it's also not just about the the gay campery of them either. They are all brilliant artists. They give of their time all the time. 80 of them joined me on that stage. Just brilliant talents with their hearts so much in the right place. It's why I wanted the fabulous lounge swingers who are two of the great loves of my life. They've been married for about 10 years. They're a gay couple who've been together since they were 15. They have this band called the Fabulous Lounge Swingers. And for my daughter to see her two godfathers Mm. on that stage, easily the most successful relationship and marriage that I know, I had to document that as well. That is so special. And that's what true allyship is about. Right. And then when we're talking about family and coming home for Christmas and that being people for you, community, especially in the gay community and allyship, 100%. is so Yes, yeah, the family important. that you choose. How important has that been, that relationship for you in your life? Oh, so important. It, it, it's completely in my system. So whilst there is the, the, the gloss and the glamour and the camp of it, I wanted to show how important the LGBTQ community are to me and to shine a light on their brilliance and their kind hearts. Mm. And I think as well, you have that, and then you also then have your Ted Lasso family yes. turning up for you, left, right and centre, bringing the comedy. Being big old Christmas hams. Which was stunning. <laughs> Loved it. Is it something that's so special and important to you that you go places where you can find family because that's what it felt like when I was watching it I was like it seems like something you always look for in what you do it is I but I think I think like-minded people find each other it's not something that I seek out but I can smell a good egg a mile off and by the same token a bad egg and I just avoid negativity in Mm. my life um the Ted Lasso clan we put out a blanket offer basically for all of them to come and join me and they nearly all did. The ones who didn't are working yeah. and couldn't make it. But it was just literally to the point where we're a bit like, oh my God, there's going to be so many of them on stage. What, <laughs> what are we going to do with them? What are we going to do with them all? But seeing those guys rehearsing with their, you know, Christmas canes and in their DJs, I was just like, this lot are basically like theatrical turns and they don't even realise they are. Yeah. Just gorgeous. Mm. And I just loved it. It felt like the inside of your head coming out onto yeah. the screen. Yeah. It's stunning. That's I want to live inside your that's head, what's babes. Going, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Sequence here, a little bit tinsel. Yeah, Fabulous. Like it. Yeah. Loving it. And a gang from a big band. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's always a show. It's always a show. <laughs> Morning, noon and night, 24-7. Yeah, it's true. Bridge 65 days what, a year. Why would you want to live any other way? Babes, I mean... My head is just a permanent, like, gay bar up there. Well, Do you know so what I mean? Mine. Just going around. So is mine and I'm not even gay. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you lot can't get rid of me. <laughs> hey, I'm like, we're I'm welcoming one of them. you. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. 
Priceline. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Your year this year has been absolutely incredible yep. i mean the things you have done are just the things that people do in a whole entire career I know. you presented eurovision we also learned you could speak olivier's first. olivier's yeah. olivier's first olivier's name yeah. we also learned you could speak perfect french i mean now, uh, hold the on, skills now. i wouldn't say i can speak perfect french i can get by yeah yeah it was a bit more than like my bonjour babe so i was I very mean, it impressed. is more than your bonjour babes yeah <laughs> <laughs> but then you've also been nominated for your second Emmy. Third Emmy. Third Emmy. Third Emmy. Yeah. I mean, I don't mean to be camp, yeah. but get it right. Get it right. <laughs> and now you have your own Christmas special. Yeah. Was there ever a point in your career where you ever wondered if this was ever going to happen to you? Yeah. When I was literally bored with my knuckles going bare, trying to get on screen. But because... You know, this is why I said it in my in my acceptance speech at the Emmys mm. in 2021. It just fell out of my face because it's bubbling under the surface. It was bubbling under the surface the whole time. Mm. That theatre people, certainly in this country, just not invited onto the screen. And it's ridiculous because the people that actually aren't in it for the money and it's a vocation and are interested in character and flow of character and arc are people in theatre. I know brilliant people in their 50s, 60s, 70s who've never been noticed, really, that are brilliant. So to finally be able to open that door and get onto screen, I just wanted to, to flag that it people need to do better mm. and look in theatre. Mm. How much of a release has that been to you to go out there do all the stuff you've done this year yeah. and to prove the people wrong who maybe doubted this could ever really happen to you. satisfying. <laughs> yeah, because on Broadway, you know, people are seen as being triple threats and, you know, cast and directors can't wait to get them on screen. And off the back of that, is there maybe a rejection or a no that you maybe got in your career that's really fueled you and empowered you looking back? Oh, the years and years of... Um, going to castings for television and then looking at my CV and going, oh, you do this singing thing. Singing thing? This singing thing. Yeah. My blood's boiling. Yeah, I boiling. do this singing thing. Do you know what? Yeah, I do this singing thing. We all do this singing thing and none of you lot would have anywhere to go if we didn't do this singing thing sometimes. And what did everyone want to do after COVID? Go back to live theatre. Mm. So, yeah, I am theatre girl through and through. And loving my my career change, um, but I think the two can coexist. Mm. And if TV people are encouraged to do theatre, then it should be reciprocal. Mm. And you learned so many amazing life skills being a theatre performer, and you've done it for yeah. the Stamina best part of and two decades. Yeah. What has that taught you about endurance? Do you think that's where it comes from? Yeah, for sure. Um, and keeping my head, like you were saying, how you don't know how I've functioned over the last few days. That comes from being a theatre girl, mm. for sure. Mm. That resilience and, you know, being a workhorse. Mm. Does it feel more special 
to achieve what you're achieving now. Yeah. At this point of yeah. your life, do you think? It really does. It really does. You know, I'll be 50 next year and I can celebrate that and celebrate the fact that I've I've gone into everything with a full heart and given 100% to mm. it. Um, and I'm glad that it didn't happen when I was 20, 25, 30 because I know who I am. I don't apologise for who I am. And if I can hold the door open and let as many theatre people through with me as possible, then I will. Mm. Do you think it's quite a toxic trait we have in our society, in a way, where we put so much pressure on people to achieve their dreams by a certain point, and especially women, do you think? Um, I think that's happening less so mm. now. Um, yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't really feel that. I feel like we are finally, as women, you know, we've got this and then some. Mm. Um, been waiting in the wings, as it were. Mm. That must make it the ultimate gift that you are now celebrated for being you, right? Yeah, and that you don't have to be any one thing. Mm. I think those days are, are gone. You know, it goes back to the whole triple threat thing. It, but it's it should be big screen, little screen, theatre. You know, you are just a performer. Mm. Um, so I love the fact that, that that has thankfully those restrictions have been removed for me. And so I do just want to take people with me as much as possible. And and if I do a TV show and they say, who who can you think of that might be great for this? I'd go, well, this guy that's in that show. And that's amazing that you can now reach behind and help the people coming yeah. up behind it's you, right? what it's all about for me. I've got, I've got no interest in shutting the door behind me. Mm. Pulling back, bringing those allies through. Yeah, That's what right. we want to see. Too right. I yeah. don't know how to be any other way because it comes from theatre, that thing of being a team player. Mm. You can't do a show without the crewman on the fly floor. You know? It, it, you, it, it's all... It's why I loved doing my, my special because you see all the workings of it everywhere. Yeah, you do. And I think what I love about the special so much and something that I think you've really come to stand for and I think why people are so drawn to you is because you are such a personification of joy. Oh, thanks, And that is Josh. what this show is all thank about. You. Have you always had that innate joy? And have you always been a positive person? Or have you had yes. to work at it? No, I've always been a positive person. Mm. Uh, I And in fact, I would say in my 20s and 30s and maybe the beginning of my 40s, I would allow myself to be uh, dimmed by negative men. And now that they can all sod off. <laughs> <laughs> Till someone fabulous comes along. Yeah. That's I'm so happy true. with my girls and my gays. Yes. That's all you need in life, babes. Yeah, but the gay yeah. community is positive. Yes. And joyful. Yes. Yeah. And very silly. Yeah. I think <laughs> <laughs> and smell fabulous. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think I smell fabulous today. I mean, you can have a yeah. little sniff later. <laughs> um, what's interesting about that, though, is you say that and then you arrive on Ted Lasso. Yeah. Which it's usually a show that I wouldn't usually watch because it's dominated by men in some mm -hmm. ways on the mm -hmm. surface. Yeah. But one of the things I love about it and what it shows is there is actually positive male role models out there. Yes. And Absolutely. I think off the back of what you're saying is it's so amazing that we've actually got a show like that. Yeah. How amazing has it been to be part of something like that can that actually show positive masculinity on well, our screen? Well, I think the reason you feel that and everyone has is because the first thing about our writer's room, and that's, that's a, it's a, a broad group of people, 
the first thing about all of them, every man, every straight man in that room, they are huge feminists. Mm. So you've got that. You've got phenomenal female writers in there. You've got the American influence, but you've also got the British influence in the magnificent Brett Goldstein. So you have that perfect melting pot and there was no part of myself or my gorgeous Juno Temple who ever felt dominated by the men in it. If you think about it, she and I were the two main players yeah. in a sea of men, but never, ever once did we feel like that. I mean, if you had come on set at AFC Richmond, we are nauseatingly in love with each other, all of us. Like falling over ourselves for them to have the shot or them to have that line. And that's why I think people love it so much because you can feel it. It drips off the screen. Mm. And it circles back so well to the points we we're making about family. Mm. And that's why it's so special. Yeah, and absolutely. It, and positivity. 100%. Ted is all about positivity. Yeah. Be and kind. It, and it curious, has... not judgmental. Yes. That is the tea. And we need more of that, especially yeah. at this season, especially all the time. And people kind of take the mickey out of, of being positive as like being, oh, oh, it can't all be this and can't all be that. That's what I mean about choosing to be single. As soon as I get a whiff of somebody like bringing me down, I think, next. <laughs> In the bin with you. Goodbye. What's your name again? <laughs> We're only in for the empowerment, babes. Yeah. yeah. Crikey, Really? Off you get. Off you go. Yeah. What's so amazing about the show as well, because, you know, it's coming towards, it has ended now, mm. dot, dot, dot. Yeah. Hopefully not. We're yeah. praying dot, it's going to come dot. back. Hopefully not. I like that. That's what we're going to say. Good. Yeah. Very PR'd. Yeah. But what are you proudest of achieving with that show? Um, on a personal note, um, letting people see that even if you're six foot two in heels, you still have every... Um, kind of doubtful thought and every vulnerability as much as the next person. Um, as a collective, I think we've created something that is timeless and will rival the likes of friends in terms of, of just making people feel good, making you feel like you're dropping into, a, you know, a dopamine-giving group of pals. Um, it's been really life-changing mm. for me and I have so much to thank Sadekis for mm. um, for that because he wasn't intimidated by the fact that I'm a, a, a tall front-footed woman he thought well no she can she can play vulnerability so uh, it's really just blown the doors open on my career mm. how much has your life changed in the last couple of years immeasurably and in a great way I mean the opportunities that have been afforded to me since then are just crazy, not least of which the Christmas special. I mean, mm. Apple was such an obvious home for it because they knew they knew all about me, they knew what I was capable of, and, you know, to, to be exec producer on it, I mean, if I told my eight-year-old self that, I wouldn't have believed it. Mm. If you could go back now and go to the, uh, go to the theatre where yeah. you sat in that box yeah. and sit down with eight-year-old you... Yeah. What do you think she would say to you and what would you say to her? I think she'd be really excited and I'd squeeze her hand and go, I know. We did it. Yeah. And you did do it. Yeah. And you're the best. And Thanks, we always darling. just end on one final question yep. on the podcast. And that is, in the reign of your life, what's the one rule you'll always live by? Uh, I mean, it's quite serious. 
We love a serious one. Treat others as you would wish to be treated. Yeah. Always. And you're the human personification of that, I think. Thank you. I try to be. Yeah. Always. And keep bringing Campus Christmas back, babes. Oh, I will. Because we're be loving back it. I'll with baubles and then some. Oh, I can't wait for the sequel. It's <laughs> well, so going to be a sequel. More baubles. <laughs> Hannah Waddingham, more baubles. That is it. Baubletastic. Yeah, babes. more baubles. TM. I love Trademark it. Trademark that right now. More baubles. <laughs> <laughs> this is what it needs. <laughs> Thanks for being here for this episode of Rain. If there are things that resonate with you, I'd love to hear from you. Get me on socials at Josh Smith Host. And if you enjoyed this episode, please like, rate, subscribe, or follow and share this with someone you think should hear it. Let's get those convos going because that is what this podcast is all about. Hi babes, me again. Just wanted to tell you about something very exciting. I can't believe I'm about to tell you this, but I've written a book and it's called Great Chat. As you know, I love to chat, plot spoiler, and I love talking to people about their lives because as I always say, talking and listening is so powerful. The book is all about how you can master conversation and transform your life, just like it has for me. I've used my experience from all the amazing interviews I've been lucky enough to do, as well as a load of research to help you deal with everything from making new friends to embracing difficult discussions. Great chat should never be underestimated. It can truly improve your well-being, allow you to create the life you want, and bring the connections you are so deserving of, babes. You can pre-order Great Chat today in hardback, ebook, and audiobook, read by me, no less, and it's out on the 20th of June.